I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Happy Halloween. The Fred Show is on. Blogs in just a second. Our audio journals. Uh, yeah, I got to recap Boys Weekend, which I don't know how much of a recap there is, but yeah, it was indeed... A lot of a lot of uh, testosterone. A lot of dudes. Just a, just a lot of and no women. And I I know you probably would have loved that that movie, yeah. Jason. But I, I think I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done this before. <laughs> oh, it's your first time. Yeah, You're a straight right. guy. My wife won't do that. Oh, okay. Heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Mind talking like about a, it? Or? Yeah, it sounds like an all too personal story. I'm working through it. Want to drop some things? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm married with kids. I'm straight. I, I totally know. But yeah, that's a pretty common story on Grinder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Married with kids. Like, yeah. I don't normally do this. Uh huh. Eight five 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 nine one one zero three five is a hit us up. You can text the same number. Would you buy in honor of Halloween? Would you buy a house that was known? or believed to be haunted, meaning a murder took place there, some form of crime, um, I don't know, it, 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 spirits float around or something. If you knew that, for sure, would you buy the house? I, I say for sure because obviously there are people who don't believe in this stuff, but I, I don't think that if I loved a house and found out somebody had been murdered there, I don't think I could buy it. I think it would just be too, it would throw me off. Like, I don't know, bad energy. 
Obviously. Yeah, I wouldn't live in it, but I think I would like like sell tickets yeah, and give an experience saying. or something. Mm-hmm. Like you can sleep here, smart. can stay right. here for an hour. Like the people who go to uh, uh, Versace's house, Versace's house in Miami or wherever that oh, is, yeah, South Beach, and then they, there's a restaurant in there and they yeah. just eat a restaurant. The dude was killed on the steps I of the know, place. I know, me and my scallops. Oh, it's weirder to take a photo on the steps and smile. Like that creeps me out. Yeah, I don't. I know. I felt so icky doing that. I wanted to see it because it's yeah. obviously like iconic. But no, a lot of people want to see it. My steak and my scallops. I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> right. Like his Ooh, pool's nice. here. He's murdered yeah, right there. Surf and turf. Yeah. Nice. Steaks and scallops. Yeah, yeah. 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 did it big in Miami. It's right. pretty bougie. Um, sixty-seven percent of people, according to Zillow. Uh, would purchase a supposedly spooky residence if the home otherwise checked all the boxes, like having a swimming pool or a big backyard or perfect location or was more affordable. So, uh, But would you pay the same price? Would it have to be discounted? Do you care? Like if this is your dream home, but somebody got stabbed in there and it's the same price as it would always be. (laughs) It's got to be a good deal. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. But you would live in it. Yeah, I would live in it and then have a, uh, what is that thing, Kaylin, that we say we need to say do? Like say- like sage. Oh, sage. sage? sage? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't tell Jason we need to do a seance. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I would want to do a seance. <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, no. I want to rid the yeah, spirits. Yeah, yeah. Sage. Bring them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, you can hang out. Like, wherever you wherever you are now is good for me. Hey, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. So would you buy a house that was thought to be haunted because something took place there that was, you know, awful? Um, would you live there? I would. My whole thought process was I feel like that would make a lot of buyers turn off. And so I could probably get the house for cheaper. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, but it doesn't bother you. Like, the, you don't think anything no. lingers or floats around, or I don't believe. I don't believe in any of that. I think that's all. Like, a, you make your own reality. I think you manifest it. So, I, I don't believe in it. So, it would not bother me. Poppycock, you say it's poppycock. <laughs> It's Poppycock. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, so she needs a deal. Alyssa wants a deal, but she'll buy it. Thank you. Have a good day. I will buy it. You guys have a good day, too. Have any of you lived in a house like this? Like, because obviously when you're younger, you don't have a choice. You'd live yes. where your parents, you did. Yeah. Our house is haunted. It was built in the 1920s. And there, yes, it is extremely haunted. And my friends wouldn't sleep over. Like, cool. What kind of stuff would you, would you witness? It's not cool. Someone like stomping up the stairs, like when no one else was home. Um, my stepdad claims that he saw the ghost. I don't know. He said he's talked to them before. Mm. Like, it's scary. You think he said that to you just to mess with you, though? No, he was so freaked out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people texting it. Yes, I would live in a haunted house. My grandparents lived in a former nursing home. It was definitely oh, haunted. No. You'd see shadow figures and oh, hear yeah. footsteps. Oh, yeah. It was a beautiful house, though. You couldn't pay me enough to live in a haunted house, somebody texted. Yes, I would buy a house that's haunted because I can make friends with the ghost or the ghost of the criminal. Mm. Uh huh. Mm. I'm a trainer at a gym. Um, a medium came because we remodeled the basement for spin class. We found unclaimed urns. Mm. The gym used to be a mortuary. Oh. There are definitely spirits in there. Mm-mm. For sure. No. Yeah. No, I'm all set. I, I, I you know. Mm-mm. No. I just think like. Uh, like there's one house um what was that documentary that we all I think a bunch of us watched about the woman who would I want to say it was maybe like in New oh, Orleans or somewhere the old lady yeah. and she would oh like take God. in the retired Roommate homeless people or whatever and then kill them yep so and then bury them in the backyard there's a whole oh. documentary about this the problem is well that she killed people but the other problem is that it's a historic property so it can't be torn down so there are there's a family that lives in that house she would kill the people in the house 
and I guess cover it with like a rug. I mean, there were stains in the wood and stuff. And then she would bury everybody out in back, and they would just disappear. But because she, and then she would just keep taking their retirement money or their well, Medicaid or Medicaid, whatever it is, the government mm-hmm. funding. She would just take it, and they'd be dead out in the backyard. Nobody would know because they were, you know, they were homeless. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. yeah, I, I no, that's a no for me, dog. Sorry. Yeah, they talk better than they type. They talk about it, talk about it. These are the radio blogs on the Fred Show. Right, it's like we're writing in our diaries, except we say them aloud. We call them blogs. Jason, yes, you got one. I do. All right, go. Thank you, dear blog. So, I need your help on how to break some news to Mechanic Mike because uh, your boy made a boo boo. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, I hit the garage pillar like the pillar in the garage with the front of my car. I've been parking in this same garage for I don't even know how long, 12 years at this Since point. Since you moved in 12 years ago. Literally, no, After the garage him. here. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hit the pillar here. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So I hit the blue pillar yeah. down in, so there's blue and white paint on my car. <laughs> but right when I did it, it was like a Saturday morning. I don't even know why I was here, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to like fess up to it. And I took a picture. I sent it to him. I'm like, I'm an idiot. I did this, like, whatever. And he was nice. And the next time he had to do something he'd do an oil change or whatever he took it in he like buffed it out so we, we mm-hmm. got it to like where it's okay now right but i got the lecture of you don't take care of anything like this man is meticulous about his cars and i'm very much like as long as it gets me from place to place i don't really care what it looks like right so yesterday or what friday friday I backed into the like low ceiling part of the garage. Oh my god! So the whole Jason. back roof, like curve of my car, is all scraped up. And somehow I got through the weekend without him noticing. But I'm like, at some point, where normally I could be like, oh, someone hit me, right? Like no right. one hit me on the top of my car. Yeah, yeah. Well, you went to a monster truck rally <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> grave digger. Someone was doing just right over yeah. the top of your car, just <laughs> grazed it. Uh huh. So now the whole top is gra- is like scraped up, and the light is cracked. So oh. I'm like, crap. Like, and he's not up yet, so that's good. But like, what am I? How do, what do I say? I don't know what to do. Well, I don't think you have to say anything. He's going to look at your car and see a gigantic dent in the ceiling. It's like, get on Amazon, get a light replacement. And well, then, I, I, should, I and can't then, do that. I really don't know how to do that. Just, I could do it. Okay. Oh, you're going to be out here doing an auto body in the yeah, parking yeah. garage? I'm trying to help Jason. I don't want him to be homeless. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him to be living in the car. Right, right. That is true. That is but true. that's his car. He's going right. to take that car away, right. too. Right, I know. He's like, I gave him this car and you destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're giving him a crappy car back. Right. <laughs> Not a nice it. one, yeah. Right. <laughs> Joke's on you, man. More Fred Show next. The Fred Show is on. It's stay or go. All right, Vanessa is here. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm okay. Okay, you're okay. So it's stay or go. Uh, I'm people, okay. Hit us up, FredShowRadio.com, FredShowRadio on Instagram. You can DM, DM us there and hit us up, whatever, follow. Did we ever get to our 44 that we wanted, uh, Paulina? We did. 44,000, baby! Yeah, in a city of 9 million people. Yay! Anyway. Um, <laughs> baby steps, Fred. Baby steps, okay? <laughs> I'm messing with you. We got this. If anything, it's my fault. So, Vanessa, back to you, though. One, two, three, back to you. What's going on? Um, is this with your boyfriend? Yeah, this is with my boyfriend that I'm currently dating right now. We started dating like seven months ago. Yeah. His okay. name's Tom. All right, Tom. Oh, good. First name basis. All right, so what is Tom? What did he do? What did that What did that bastard do? Oh, oh my <laughs> he must God. have done something. That's right. 
I'm feeling just like really in a pickle about this. So I've known him for a while, basically. Like things are just going really, really good with him. But the other day, my sister like sat me down and she told me that her and Tom hooked up, basically. And it was like one time. Yo, what? Okay. It was one, it was like like before, before you met him. Before, yeah, 10 years ago, because we've only dated for a few, like, Okay, so no, this now, isn't like months. she didn't cheat with him or something. Oh. Like, this is way... No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, right. I know. Is, okay. Tom's not your problem. Your sister's your problem. <laughs> but I, I mean, a decade ago. Okay, so she sits you down and was yeah, like, hey, like heads up. I hooked up with your boyfriend a decade ago. Yes, given to they were drunk, and they told me no feelings were involved, it was basically. It's just like they hooked up drunk. Hmm. Okay, um, and so then what? Did, did you, are you like, okay, well, what do you say to her in that situation? Like, okay, thanks for telling me. I didn't know how to feel. I was so, like, it was just, I feel so weird about the situation, shocked, upset. She reassured me, and she was like, okay, like, they would, they didn't even like each other. They didn't, they would never happen again. And she told me that she didn't tell me, because I was, that's why I was really upset. I was like, well, why don't you tell me? She thought it was, like, one of my other boyfriends that I had and that it was, like, not headed to where it is headed, like, right now with Tom. Oh, so, like, it, there was no need mm. to have that conversation yeah. because it, maybe it wouldn't go anywhere anyway. Exactly. Because, I mean, like, I've dated, it's like, I'll date a few guys. And so she just thought it was another one of my boyfriends and not, like, like Tom. And I've, he's the longest I've ever been with somebody ever. So she felt that it was a good reason to go ahead and bring it up to me because it was serious. Did you ask him about it? I did ask him about it, and he basically said the same thing, that it was just a one-time thing, super insignificant. Yeah, probably didn't need to know that. I mean, I, but I, then again, I guess what you don't know is not going to hurt you, but at the same time, like, uh, do you want to be the, the odd woman out in that case? Like, the only one who doesn't have the information. Right. But then again, it would have only been the two of them that knew. Uh, yeah, but... But I'm just, it's not like the whole family knew that they hooked up, and then you're the only one. Well. Yeah, but that's a crazy well. secret to keep <laughs> yeah. from your sister exactly. for a long time. It's insignificant. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They didn't even know each other then. It was it's 10 years ago. Well, her sister's just letting her know that, like, hey, I know you're serious with this guy now. I'm just letting you know that I stuff with them. But you see, know like, why does it have to be serious? Like, I would like my sister to tell me even if we went on one date and, oh, no. and she true. saw the dude and she true, was like, true. oh, like, I mean, I kind of got down right. one time. Okay, okay, but, and I'm playing because I'm a, I'm not a, I guess I'm a jealous person. I'm not a jealous, controlling person, but like I, I can't stand the thought of somebody who I like having been with someone else. And sadly, at, at my age, they've all been with someone else, and so have I, by the way. So my point is, I, I sometimes ask questions I don't want the answers to, and it would be better if I just didn't know. But in this case, so so I'm I'm a hypocrite because I I would be the one to ask the question. I would be the one to be annoyed by this, even though my advice is this isn't that big of a deal. But if Vanessa knew on day one that her sister had hooked up with Tom, they may have never even gone out. And now they've been together for seven months, her longest relationship, and she's thinking this guy might be it. Mm -mm. And it all could have been prevented because of something that happened one night ten years ago. Why? I don't know. That's on her to decide if she wants to keep seeing him or not or go on a date with him or whatever. I just feel like at least you told me from the get-go. I don't like being the odd girl out, the person that doesn't know I'm in the dark. Because now I feel like seven months in, I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, right. that's my first thought, you know? And I guess she was trying to protect her. Maybe it wasn't, like, to her a big deal or, or possibly, like we said, you know, I didn't think you were serious. Mm -hmm. but that's no excuse, though.
Mm-mm. Um, eight five 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 nine one one zero three five is how you call the Fred Show. Call text the same number. Uh, Vanessa, I'm gonna take some phone calls on this and uh, have your radio on, and, and let's see what happens. But good luck. What What does your gut tell you to do? Stay with him or leave? I'm so like I'm waiting to hear on like what you guys have to say. Like you guys just hearing you with a lot of insight on it, but I'm still just really confused on the whole situation. Like what? What if what if they hook up again? Like I I don't want to go around that. But like, what if up. it happens again? Putting that out there, like, what, they're not on. hooking up. They're Girl. not hooking up. If they were hooking up, then the conversation never would have taken place. Her sister never would have sat her down and told her about right. it. No, no. See now you're just feeding. Right. Don't listen like, to him. My thing is like, did the two of them? They obviously know they hooked up with each other. But like, while you guys were dating, do you think they had a conversation? Like. Should we tell her? Should we not tell her? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're oh, keeping yes. secrets from you. It's some sneaky business right. going on. I would definitely leave him and her. Oh, yes. my God. Leave him and her sister. Yes. yes. Thank you, Vanessa. Good luck. Have a good day. Nobody can be trusted. Oh, oh my God. Kiki. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we, are, we are breaking up families over this? Absolutely. It's one thing to kick the boyfriend out. Fine. Even though that's your most significant relationship, she says. Mm-mm. But now we're, now we're writing the sister off. Seven months? Seven months. I'd be that, more mad at the sister. That's then. a couple holidays right. that we've spent together. And you, as my sister, sitting across from me at the right. Thanksgiving dinner table, across from me with the, the mashed potatoes and the turkey, and you never <laughs> thought to tell Not me... Not the mashed potatoes you, and the yeah, turkey. you never thought to tell me that you saw what that looked like. You, you never <laughs> thought that I needed to know that. But what good is... What is how is that information useful? Because I need to find another man. We, we share a lot of things, but as my sister, we don't need to share the same man. There's a lot of other dudes out here that I could be with. And you wait seven months to tell me? It's some shenanigans going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't know. Even on the boyfriend's end. Like, yes. Oh, you, like, you go to one... Oh, that's your sister. I hooked up with her ten years ago. Come on. You know, you gotta... You, that, you can't keep that a secret. I mean, I, I realize it's not sister brother stuff, but I've been to weddings of people that I slept with, and I'm certain that their husbands never knew. And, and, and there are people at the wedding that knew. See, but why have that conversation? Like, why say to your soon-to-be husband, "Hey, I'm going to invite Fred. He's a great friend." Uh, by the way, in high school we slept together, yeah. or in college we slept together. What's the point of that? Why? Now, I'm the idiot that would ask the question. I'm the idiot that's going to look at the guest list and go, "Who did you bang on this list?" So that what? I know. What? And then, because I'm an idiot. No, because you <laughs> because need to know. I'm an idiot. Oh, because like, you need to know. You're because I have mm-hmm. problems, Rufio. Like I ask questions. Questions I do not want the answer to all the time. Why? You need to know. I don't know. <laughs> I think, like, in this case, though, like, with family, you do need to know. I think because of how much you're seeing that person. Right. I think, like, if, if you bang someone at the wedding, how much are you really all in the same room? Like, how much does it matter? But I think siblings, I don't know. Like Even the wedding, though. Like, you sitting down eating my steak and lobster in this banquet hall, <laughs> and you just slept with my man, and I don't know? Absolutely not. All right. I need to know. I mean... But then you may not wind up giving this person a chance, and this person could be the person, and the decision that they made had no impact on you because you didn't even know them at the time. My person has not been with my sister. If you've been with my sister, you are not my person. You are her person. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ten years wow. ten years. When they were wasted. They wow. Were oh, no. Hey, Amy. Up ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. You've been with my man. Jason was sleeping with women ten years ago. Right. Yeah, right. So, uh, so he's straight? With women. I meant to get to this last week too but this was a viral tiktok uh, a woman who uh, i don't know how old she gen z pretty young first full-time job nine to five not not enjoying what she discovered 
about having a job. Listen to this. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, <laughs> but yeah. this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, duh. If I was able to walk to work, and it would, it'd be fine, but I'm not. So it literally takes me like I leave here, like I get on the train at 7:30, and I don't get home till like 6:15 earliest, and then like I don't have time to do anything. I don't. I want to shower, mm. eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like that's out the window. Like yep. I'm so upset. Oh my god. Nothing to do with my job at all, but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office 9 to 5, like, if it was remote, you get off at 5, and you're home, and everything's fine. But, like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home, and, like, like people that drive to the office, like, it doesn't, you don't get off at 5. And I know it okay. could be worse. I know I could Girl. be working longer, but, like, I literally get off, it's pitch black. Like, I don't have energy. How do you have friends? Like, how do you have Girl. time to, like, I mean, meet? Like, these are all valid points, uh, yeah. except it's the life that almost everybody lives. <laughs> Almost everybody has a commute to work. Almost everybody works eight hours a day. Uh, and no, I don't think you are done. At f- nine to five does not mean nine to five anymore. I feel like it means I don't know what to, to whenever they're done emailing Especially you. Especially if you work from home, it's not nine to five anymore. Cause yeah, but everyone who was more. working from home said they work more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> what was the worst part of, what was the worst realization about becoming a grown-up? I think for me it was taxes. Taxes were, I mean, cause I just had no concept of it. And then I had like retail jobs and part time jobs or whatever. And mm. I, I, I don't know. There wasn't enough money to make a difference. Right. And then you start working like a real job and yeah. they take out real taxes. And it's like, okay. I remember the first time I discovered my paycheck taxes. Right. Where, who's that man that's taking right. all that stuff? Right. Where is this man? Like, Where who is Medicaid? And who is Social who's Security? Like, and who is 401k? Man, I'm going to say Adam gets his point. Yeah. <laughs> Because in your head, it's like, we're going to pay you this much. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I can live on that. That sounds great. Yeah. And then as you get your actual check, you're like, wait a minute. So I think that was property tax. I mean, all of them. They just, it's like, it's, there's, it's never ending. Yes. Yeah, I think I feel like. for sure. Mine was like filling up your own fridge. Like the very first time you have to fill up your fridge, you're like, <laughs> food costs money. You don't just open it and it's there. Like you yeah. have to go physically get it and bring the food back. That's the most amazing thing about going home to my parents' house is anytime I open the fridge, it's oh. full of food. There's just food everywhere. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just, oh my God. Is that what, I mean, my life could be that. <laughs> it could. It could be. <laughs> but when I have that much food available to me, I eat that much food, which is why I don't allow myself to have that much food. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. What about you? I messed up my insurance last year. I don't know if you guys remember yes, this. Yes, you and did. Uh-huh. <laughs> it cost me so much damn money. I will never do that again. Because I didn't want to like switch all of my doctors, you know what I mean, who had all my information, because that's starting with a new doctor is crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was paying out of pocket for a lot of stuff. That's expensive. Yep. I'll never do yeah, that Yeah, for again. a while, you just didn't have insurance, right? Uh, basically, I mean, I paid for like some dusty, musty, crusty insurance, like the cheapest one that I thought right. I had the year before. Don't skip on insurance, y'all. So emails are the worst part about being an adult for you, I guess. The email where it says sign up for your insurance. No, I signed up. I oh. just signed up for like a bad plan. Oh, she had the oh, like plan. basic, basic. Yeah. Oh, I thought you just <laughs> like, maybe oh, like, forgot to do it. No, I did it, but I did it wrong. <laughs> also, Trying to like balance the money that comes out. Is that what it was? 100%. Like you, yeah. yeah, I was like, because I thought I did, you know, it just, I. it's a lot to be taken out yes. as well. Yes. Also, I'll never not be tired. That was really hard to, to swallow. <laughs> oh, know? yeah.
Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, she, she makes all the things she's complaining about are valid. It's just that's yeah. welcome to being an adult. I think it's just like it's giving that she is expecting sympathy. I think that's like the part that's crazy. Like we all that's our inner monologue. But like no one feels sorry for you because we're all doing that. Yeah, Imagine then adding a relationship and kids to that mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Like I just had this whole meltdown last night about laundry. If I had kids, we'd all be dirty. I'm not. I don't have time <laughs> to be washing little socks and clothes and like it's too so much. Since small they just don't oh, get dirty yeah. like they're small how right. dirty can they be yeah. like what do they yeah. no, they're dirty they're always dirty can yeah. you imagine done. though like you have to keep up with all that i have to organize i have to put it away i, I who's doing i don't want to think about it yeah uh, uh, uh-uh. sorry well, I might, yeah you might start thinking about it cause. <laughs> yeah i mean i have i'm like if this is my laundry and then i got javi's and his chonies oh. and his laundry and then now the baby i'm like how are we gonna do this do javi's laundry too i don't he won't let me actually it's the one oh. thing he doesn't let me do okay. i'm not surprised yeah yeah me neither him into doing your baby's laundry, you know what I'm saying? Just throw it in there, yeah, yeah, double the load, yeah, why not? And then do mine too, homie. Yeah. <laughs> too much while you're at it, it's too much. There's a joke there, I'm just gonna push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Next, the Fred Show is on, yeah, Fred's Fun Fact. Fred's Fun Fact, learn so much, guys. A single sperm (laughs) contains 37.5 megabits of DNA information, which means that, hmm, how do I say this? When you put it all together in the end and there's more of it, you know? Yep. I mean, like, I, I could say, I think I can say this word because it's scientific, it's medical, but I'm not going to be, you know, like the end part yep. where there's a lot of it. Uh, that represents, a, hopefully for you, uh, a data transfer of 15,875 gigabyte, equivalent to the combined capacity of 62 MacBook Pro laptops. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. What'd you do on your so- laptop? Right. You even brought the computer in this? <laughs> it's not waterproof. <laughs> a single sperm contains 37.5 megabits of DNA information. The, the whole thing, the whole thing at the end, uh, represents a data transfer of 15,000 gigabytes, equivalent to the combined capacity of 62 MacBook Pro laptops. That's a big hard drive. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need a big town. Wake up, wake up. More Fred Show next. Yeah, they talk better than they type. They talk about it, talk about it. These are the radio blogs on the Fresh. I right, like writing in our diaries, except we say them a lot. We call them blogs. Uh, I will take this one, dear blog. It was it was Boys Weekend that turned into Boys Weekend in in multiple cities. Oh, uh, and I'm too old for it. I'm too old for it. Like I'm too old to feel this hungover. Thirty six hours later, like <laughs> you it's still just feel it. Oh yeah, yeah. You feeling a little dehydration, a yeah. little anxiety, yeah. All, All the above. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I'm just too old for it. And um, but we we started in West Palm Beach, where a mentor of mine lives. That bad with his partner is that was that not so dope? It was sick. It was that, awesome. I mean, he had like a rug out there, a tiki hut. Yes, mm-hmm. that yes, was awesome. I'm, I'm like, dude. I'm I'm not doing it right. Apparently, like no. I walk in this guy's house, I'm looking around, I'm like, I need a new agent or something. Like I'm not anyway. It was great. So he and his partner hosted us. He was um, our boss in North Carolina 15 years ago, and so three of us came into town, and we're all doing different things now and hung out. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, no women allowed though, which. Mm. 
I was, you know, I, I, I could have used like a conjugal visit or something. Like it would have been nice if somebody could have just dropped in. And I had my own little, like a little bungalow thing. I had my own space even. I was going to ask because you get anxious like staying, I feel like, with people. Or you don't like to do it. You like a hotel. I prefer to stay in a hotel. I do. But with this guy, I, he would have been wildly offended. Uh, okay. I think if I hadn't stayed there. No, it was okay. It was all right. I, it gives me anxiety to stay in people's homes. But more more so like if I'm right down the hall from you or something. I, I felt like I was in my own little area. Though it was fine. Nice. And then uh, one of my one of those guys lives in Nashville, so I dropped him off on the way home and wound up at the Titans game <laughs> and at some place called the Tin Roof again. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need it. I didn't need it. It wasn't fun? It was a blast. No, it was a blast. But I'm just too old. I'm, and I don't know why in the moment, and I'm not that old, guys, but I, I don't know why in the moment I'm like, sure, I can do 30 shots. Of course I can. With a bunch of people. Yeah. And they think, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> hey, in the moment, though, you think you do. I, I thought I was Superman or something. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what I thought. You love yeah. a shot when you're drunk. You I do. know. And it's the shots, you guys. It's always the shots. Like, I I don't know if... I mean, I can drink enough alcohol to, like, get buzzed or whatever, but I I don't know. Like, I I get bored of drinking full glasses of of anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just want to throw it back. But then the shot, you know, you... (laughs) (laughs) You caught that, right? (laughs) Throw it back. Were you throwing it back? Yeah, were you throwing it back? Right, in Key West? Throwing it back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, did you guys go to the beach? Like, what do we do? Eat, drink? We didn't didn't leave that house. We didn't leave that. I guess I wouldn't either. No, because you you need to. Because dude had a house and a pool, and as uh, Kaylin described, he had a tiki hut, Mm -hmm. and he had, I mean, it was like, there's no reason to go anywhere. We sat in the pool all day. Um, Sounds like a dream. Right. And how, how did the Titans game come into play? Well, because I, my buddy was like, "You want to go to the game? Like, oh, you're you dropping, you're dropping so and so off in Nashville. Why well, get an extra ticket to the Titans game?" So I went to the Titans game, and I don't remember watching much of it. I didn't really. I was like in the back by the food the whole time. I don't know because it's like a suite, so I don't know. Oh my god, you yeah. large! Your boy, your boy, gonna kick your butt this week, Gideon. Well, Gideon and I will not you be seeing each other today. <laughs> Gideon and I are taking a day off today. There'll be no personal training today. Just, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days, but you know what? There'll be no personal training today. Uh-huh. I, uh, this is what happens when you turn 30 plus, I think. I think it was almost exactly at 30, where the stuff that I could do the day before at 29, I cannot do anymore. But yet I don't stop doing it because apparently I'm not a grown-up. I don't know. I have no limits, or maybe I have. A, maybe there's a number I should call. Maybe I should go to no. Promises in Malibu. No. Keep living oh, no. your life, Freddie boy. Yeah, Keep living live. that life. Yeah. Yeah. you live mm-hmm. for all of us. I cannot live. Right. They are with child. Mom well, trust me, I, I drank enough for you and your kid and Javi <laughs> and future children too thank you, thank you. over the weekend. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, so thanks to thanks to Daddy Bruce for hosting us all at his palatial pad in West Palm, where I'm looking for jobs now. Currently, Fred show is on. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. I come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.